You're listening to Pure Fandom's Marvel Podcast. Okay, we're back. We're back in Ragnarok. We are back in yeah. Ragnarok. Um, so, Pat, today is our Thor podcast, correct? It is. I first want to thank Flix, though, for hosting us. Yeah, thank you so much, Flix. Um, this Luna Mosa, or Luna Rosa. <laughs> I like where your head's at, though. I know. It's absolutely delicious. I'm so excited to see the movie. Seriously, if you've never been here before, it just revolutionizes the movie experience. You know, great service. The booze is incredible. And the food's good. The pizza's good. Yeah, 160th and Carmel. Check it out. Yeah, for all you local people, check this ish out. Oh, let me move my beer out of the Facebook Live here. Um, all right, run me down. What are we talking about today, bro? So part four, uh, it's our fourth chapter. Fourth chapter of our Marvel, Marvel podcast. We've talked. Who have we done it on already? We've done Iron Man, yep. Captain America, yep. Hulk, and now the best Avenger, no argument here, is Thor. Yeah. You want me to put the hammer down? Hammer down? Another! <laughs> Just kidding, Lindy. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, we're talking about Thor. Okay. The demigod from Asgard. So yeah, so really excited. We're here for the premiere at Flix. It yep. starts in an hour. We're super pumped. Okay, I know you guys already know this, but Liz is Loki. I mean, she's really being the movie. How spot on her costume is. It's my Hot Topic dress. And then Pat, as you said, this is my Loki hair. Yeah. And you are legitimately cosplaying Thor right now. Well, so, thank you. I appreciate civilian that. Thor, is that what you called it? Civilian Thor from the first one. From yeah. the first one, yes. I haven't gotten a, enough honor yet, so the main's a little shorter. Hey, whatever. I'm proud of you. This is legit. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. This that. is like a couple months after Ragnarok Thor. Yeah. Like growing it out Thor. You just made my podcast. Thanks, You're welcome. Guys. You're welcome. So, first on the docket. Okay, okay first on the docket. Is. Okay, what's your favorite Thor movie and why? Shit. Oh, <laughs> oops, bad word. Mind you, we we're have not, not censored here. We're not censored here. They might be at Flix though, so we apologize in advance. Um, I think so. I haven't seen Ragnarok yet. Obviously, we're seeing it in an hour. Um, Dark World, man, because we got to see more of Asgard and like get more, which I know is your favorite, like more into the mythology of Thor and. The ether was freaking cool. His mane was cool. Loki was boss. I loved it. I loved it. What was your favorite? Same thing. I mean, the first one was cool, like a new twist on it, but the fact that they kind of dove into the history of Asgard and, you know, being in the cosmos, like, to me, that was... I know a lot of people like the first one better, but the second one, to me, if you're a true Thor fan, I mean, you're just like... Well, I don't know why you would think... I mean, the first one was okay. Like, it was fine. But it wasn't... I don't know. It was like a necessary origin story. Right. It was just kind of like a setup to me. It, like the second one really dove into who Thor really is. Yes. 100%. I loved it. Um, what did you think about... So when I first watched Dark World, I wasn't aware of like... I didn't understand that the ether was a part of the whole like Infinity Stone universe because like a lot of us that haven't read all of the comics, it was kind of hard to connect it all. Did you get that right away, or do you think it was just good storytelling in general? I did because, like, when Anthony Hopkins is Odin in the movie, he talks about the Dark Elves and the Aether. He literally says they created, I think, six Infinity Stones, and one of them is the Aether, which is a gaseous form. Right. So he says in there it's it's an Infinity Stone. So it's like you get kind of a little mini origin story of it. I can't remember if, like, the Dark Elves construed it or not. 
but he kind of gave like a quick like tidbit of okay, this isn't going to be snow. I'd love so. to see more of the dark elves. I know that'd be cool. Malekith was a cool villain. I feel like if they did a crossover of that and Lord of the Rings, my life might be complete. Ooh. I don't know. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. There's an idea, know. Hollywood. Hey! <laughs> oh, look who just joined our. Uh, Lindsay Grace Lux just joined our live podcast viewing. Hey, girl. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. 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 <laughs> she watches. She joins our Game of Thrones and Walking Dead premiere parties. She's very active. She's the she-ot. We love it. We love it. Yeah. So, next, this is like one of my favorite topics. Okay. Is, okay, so who do you think said peace out, like for the next movie? Natalie Portman or the Marvel uh, Cinematic <laughs> Universe? Okay, I told Pat this earlier. I'm like, the only reason you're talking about this is because you want to bring up episode two of Star Wars. You have to bring up the prequels no matter what podcast we're doing. It's And, and like we talked about, this is the one time where I don't want to bring up the okay. prequels. This is just... Me thinking, okay, do they really want Natalie Portman in this one, or there's just no room for her, or do you think that she does she just want it out? What do you think? I think combination of both, because I thought she actually did a great job playing Jane. She did a really good job, but her character wasn't essential for where the story of Thor is going. Like I think she was needed to help define Thor's like connection to Earth you know like why would he care about us like oh because he's a god in Asgard and like it's honorable like no like he had to have some sort of personal connection to it and to join the Avengers and I think she did that other than that like it's the Avengers movies aren't a love story so it's like unnecessary I don't know what do you think no I agree I think she did a good job in the first two films and they had certainly better chemistry than her and Hayden Christensen, you know, so. I don't know. That's kind of the best on-screen <laughs> love story I've ever seen. I mean, that's another topic for another day. Right. But um, I would say, because I did read somewhere, that this movie uh, takes place in the cosmos, so I don't even think we're going to be on Earth. So it's like a story goes beyond Jane Foster. So I yes. Just, yeah, so I just think that in this movie it's like, she's, she only could get to Asgard in the second one because she had the ether. Because she had the ether. So it's like, I mean... The story in this one is it's going to be in Asgard. It's going to be on Planet Hulk. Like it's going to be beyond Earth. So right. there's no, there's really no reason to have her in the movie anyway. Do you think that she'll have something to do in Avengers: Infinity War because she's like studied all like the extraterrestrial worlds and powers and like all that sort of stuff, or no? I appreciate that you think that she's to that level, but I no, I don't. Eric Selvig is the one that. that that uh, Thor's been combining. Ooh, Tarzan's combining. dad in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, or Eric Northman's dad yeah. for all the True Blood lovers out there. He might have something because he was, you know, Loki's pawn and all that. But right. I think Jane Foster is officially kind of out of the cinematic universe. She had her two films. She had her makeout scenes with Chris Hemsworth. She had her dinner. No, remember the one makeout scene wasn't actually Natalie Portman. It was his wife, Elsa Padkin. Right. Because Natalie Portman's a classy bitch. Oh, look who else just joined. Who else just hey, joined? Katie. Katie Pippinger just joined. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right. What's next? I know you have an agenda you want to like get to. I appreciate that. Thanks. You're welcome. So, do you think that Thor could could kill Loki for like the greater good? Like, do you think it could come to that in this movie, or do you think that they just he's like I can't stand you, I can't really trust you, but I still you're my brother. Like, I you know. 
got that bond. I don't think he'd kill him. I, I agree with you. Yeah, well, what were you saying earlier about their mom? Like, Well, Frida died. In Thor uh, Dark World. And yeah, so that, that, could, that could certainly have an impact on the movie, too. Well, and that, with her dying, it actually... See, and we have some of our listeners saying Thor would never kill Loki. Totally not. He's all about brotherhood, bro. He's like a straight-up mate of yeah, Asgard, yeah. yo. They're going to have some mead together. They're going to have bromid. Like, it'll, it'll all work out. Well, he's always trying to save him, you know? like That's true. In some way. Like, he's always trying to punish him for the crap that he's done, but he would never kill him. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and he's also too, like, perfect and beautiful. Like, I don't think he'd do that. Exactly. My thoughts, exactly. Right? <laughs> Whatever, you love Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I, he's amazing. I know. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that weren't tuned in earlier, Pat uh, cosplayed as Civilian Thor from the first movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure you guys already knew that by just seeing me, but right. just to confirm it, this, that's what's going on. Exactly, exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, so we see in the trailer, it might have been the first or second trailer, that... Hera, the main villain in, the, in this new movie. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett yeah. is a bad bitch. Literally, she Thor throws his hammer, Myrna, at her, and she breaks it. She like, completely show just. Show me what she does. She literally just holds onto it. And she breaks it. That's the special effects right there. Okay. Uh huh. That's right? behind the scenes. You look just like Chris Hemsworth. Such a good big sister. If I'm blushing, then if it looks like I'm blushing, I'm blushing. But, so it breaks. Do you yeah. think he gets his hammer back at some point? Yes, he has to get his hammer back. I think the hammer is kind of like, um, like how in uh, the first Thor movie, he had to like find himself and earn the hammer. Like I feel like it's kind of like the sort of Camelot or like it appears. Well, no, not the sort of Camelot. The sort of Gryffindor. It appears to a Gryffindor that is worthy of it and deserving of it. And I feel like the hammer is the same. Like, she can't just destroy the hammer. Like, it's mystical. It's beyond, like, her beat. No, I agree with you. Like, I definitely think that, like, when Odin, you know, when he, when he exiled him in the first one, he was like, yes. whoever wields this hammer will have the power of Thor. So I feel like when he finds his mojo again, I guess maybe in the end of this movie... He's going to get the hammer back, and she's going to be like, oh, man, I'm... Harris going to be like, I'm really beyond my depth here. That would be cool. I think so, and it's more about... I agree with you. This movie is not so much about Thor finding his, um... You know, like, finding himself. Like, he's all cocky in the first one, and they had to exile him. It's right. more about, like... There's a bigger world out there, and you don't just need your hammer to do it. Like, you just need to be the leader that everyone... Well, I guess that is kind of the same story as the first one. Which would be fine. Have you seen his abs? <laughs> Who needs a hammer when you're chiseled like that? That's all I'm saying. Damn right. I know. I don't know. You're drinking a lot of lunarosis. Yeah. Well, do you think... Oh, wait. Here we... We have our tech guy that just showed up here. Oh, oh man. Why don't you behind pop into scenes. this Facebook Live behind the scenes? Eric, show him your t-shirt. <laughs> What is that? Uh, Pure Ooh. Phantom uh, Expert Fan T-shirt. Can you say product placement? Oh my god! Right? <laughs> How's it going? He's right. he's usually in the makeup room. We normally don't have him out here, but now we're getting legit. What are you? T- you're getting scandalous. Oh, we are all live on Facebook. Should we? Um. 
Wait, oh my gosh, that is so much better. Is it? I can hear you way better. Were you basically, you were on Earth in Midgard, now you're in Asgard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm in Asgard. Right. Now I'm an Asgardian. It makes total sense. Is that too loud? Oh, you turned it up? Is Chris Hemsworth oh, too perfect? Oh, let's party. Yeah, please. Is Chris Hemsworth too perfect? There's no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing. But yes, so, and I also think too, I mean, literally in, I, I don't know if it's like an official poster or not, but the Avengers Infinity War poster, he has his hammer in the poster. So, I mean... So they're cheating. <laughs> Basically, like he's got to get it back. They're telling us that. Also, did they release the Avengers: Infinity War trailer from San Diego Comic Con? They have not. You could probably find it. Maybe Eric could find it because he's like Eric. But, right. But it's somewhere well, on like a coded data something. It's in the Matrix, and right. we have no way to get there <laughs> unless Eric takes us there. Eric Prue. Um. So I guess kind of talking about hair and her crushing the. Yeah, crushing the hammer. I'm sorry, I changed the subject. Thoughts on Kate Blanchett playing Hera? I mean, she's a bad bitch. She is a bad bitch, and you know how I feel about Kate Blanchett. I love Kate Blanchett in general. Um, a lot of the early reviews said that they were just kind of myth about Kate Blanchett playing Hera, because and the reason behind it was that they were saying, does every single female villain have to be some sort of I'm going to take over the world, I'm going to kill you because I'm, you know, the goddess of death, blah, blah, blah. And they were just kind of ragging on the purity of the villain she's portraying, which I thought was kind of bullcrap because when when these superhero movies actually go against the grain and try and change it, all these critics say, oh, well, they should have kept to a more pure villain, so it's like we can't ever please these critics. From just what I've seen in the previews, I think she looks badass. I think she looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, she she looks fierce, and yeah. it's like, I mean, she's played characters like that before. Right. So, I mean, like, I, I feel like she's right in her element, you know, and she she does look, and plus she's a great actress, so it's like, this to your point, it's like, critics with Marvel or DC, they're never going to give the full nod, because they feel like, oh, it's fantasy, right? so we can't really give you, like, you know, an Oscar or whatever. Which is such bullcrap. I know. It's Remember so when she played the elven goddess in the woods in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. And when she go to try to get the ring from um, Frodo, Elijah, right? Elijah Wood, Frodo? Yes, yeah. Excuse me, she said um, she got that, like, creepy face and, like, kind of went nuts. I mean, she's terrifying. I yeah. thought she was good. And she was the, the stepmother in Cinderella. That was pretty... Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. She was really good in that. Yeah, she was really good in that movie. Nice reference, bro. Thanks. You're welcome. So, that was really manly. That was very manly. Nice manly reference there. Yeah. Um, so, mo- moving on. Um, so, Tom Wait, hold on. I've been waiting to say this. What? Hey, uh, your fandom team. Another. <laughs> get it from Thor 1. Viewers, if you're wondering, we did not get to go ahead to smash our uh, glass of another. Flix told us we couldn't. Right. They're like, you can drink our beer, but you can't, like throw it in our face which it's we thought was silly. ridiculous it's just so silly right, right. the premiere right come on we should be reveling so Tom Hiddleston ooh yes please you look, you look way better then obviously right um, do you think this is his last outing as Loki I hope not I'm with you if every single 
Avenger superhero person in the Marvel Universe is going to be in Avengers Infinity War, I find it very hard to believe that Loki will not be a part of that. I completely agree with you. Do you think if he does die, how do you? what do you think is a deserving death of his character? I think he's going to, because he does say in one of the trailers, he was like, he was talking to Thor, and he goes, hey, Hera's stronger than us both. Like, we got to work together here. Maybe he does some sort of, like, diversion or deception that he's good at to give Thor, like, a small window to defeat Hera, and he might sacrifice himself so that Ragnarok doesn't happen. You know? Because he's going to have a huge part in this That movie. would be, like, the most redeeming thing he could do. And it's pretty poetic. It's know? very poetic, especially considering what Ragnarok is, which I know I don't want to, like, take over. I know you want to talk about that at some point. Yeah. But No, Liz, do your thing. Are you kidding me? Please. I'm just an accessory. Come on. You stop it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I've trained my little brother well, right? <laughs> um, no, I agree with you. If, if he does die, it's to literally prevent Ragnarok. Yes. Which is a lovely segue, by the way. So, I did a little research. Something I don't do much unless I actually... You, hey, you're doing but, some legitimate research. I'm proud of you. So, for those of you out there who don't know what Ragnarok is, you're like, what, what does that even mean? Look up a couple definitions here. Ragnarok, the destruction of the gods and all things in the final battle with evil powers. So literally, it's like Armageddon of Norse mythology. Which a lot of the gods actually die in Ragnarok in Norse mythology, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's like literally like... They want to have that glorious death to go to Valhalla, which is, you know, Norse's version of heaven. Heaven, yes. The other, the other definition I found, which could be interesting, is it says, uh, the final destruction of the world in the conflict between the Iser and the powers of hell, led by Loki. So Loki is literally in the definition of Ragnarok. It's like, so maybe he's like thinking... This could be his destiny, like we just talked about. Right. He could be like, get a conscience and be like, you know, I'm going to help out my bro here, not kill everybody. We need to kill Cable Engine here. This is a problem. I could see that happening. And I could see him, like, trying to, like, them trying to deceive us and say that, make us think that he's working with Cable Engine. I love how we just keep calling her Cable Engine. We're not calling her Hera. Um, and then she eventually, he eventually, like, kills her or does whatever is necessary to kill her. Yeah. But ultimately kills himself. Which I hope he doesn't. I know. He needs to be in the next movie for sure. If so. anything, if he sacrifices himself, maybe he does it to a point where he just gets like stuck somewhere for a while. Like you know how Bucky's like chilling in Wakanda? Like maybe he's doing that. But not in Wakanda. Like he's in... <laughs> he's with Jeff Goldblum. He's on like Canto Bite. In Star Wars, like some bougie planet. Don't tease me. That would be the most epic freaking crossover I could ever think of. There's an idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ragnarok, it means the destruction of Asgard. So, there's a lot of weight going into this movie. Do you think that Asgard will be destroyed? No. No? I don't. I think Thor's going to find a way to be a beast. What about Idris Elba and his Venus? Yeah. Well, so, Amdel, Idris Elba... He has long hair, so he basically is like, it sounds like he's just taking a vacation where he's not babysitting the Bifrost. Right. So he's like gone he's rogue. He's not babysitting the Bifrost. <laughs> he's gone rogue. Right. So he's, you know, I mean, he, he's loyal to Thor because he's proven in the other two movies that when Thor asks him to do something that's maybe against Odin but for the greater good, he's like, you know what, I'm here for you, man. Like, I, 
trust 100%, your intentions. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the same thing. Maybe in this movie, Odin's going to downplay Hera's threat of Ragnarok. He's like, no, I'm Odin. Like, we're fine. And Thor's going to go to Amdell and be like, hey, man, I need you to do this. And it's going to play a pivotal part in the plot. Because it's about as, to go down. Because it's happened in the other two movies. Right. And, it's, and to me, it's a great pattern. They have a solid bromance. Idris Elba is just a beast. Wait, so I agree with you. Idris Elba, I'll take him any way I can motherfucking get him. Um, which That's for we another have podcast. Com- right? We have people commenting Idris forever. I think we just found all our Idris lovers right now. Um, <laughs> I think... Maybe you, Green Lantern, the DCU? Maybe? Ugh, don't, see, that's our next podcast here should be about Justice League and talk about why Green Lantern needs to be in it. Right. Maybe we'll be here for the Justice League. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, Flix. Maybe. Um, what about Idris Elba's long hair being a part of how it's like part of your, your uh, what is it called? Well, yeah, like your honor, your prestige. Your honor, whatever. That's why they... Yeah. That's why Thor's hair is short, because they're stripping him of his honor. Yeah. Do you think that's why Idris Elba, which I won't call him by his character name, just Idris Elba, uh, do you think that's why um, he has that hair or no? I personally think no. Like, I think he's not, maybe he's not like, like we're getting, Sorry, rowdy, we're getting rowdy over here. We're getting rowdy over here. The crowd's getting into it. I mean, the atmosphere is electric. It's like, literally the thunder is coming in. It's crazy. Thunder! <laughs> It is good. <laughs> but I think he's just not so bound to the Bifrost. Like, he's not in his little office where he's, like, spying on people and transferring. They don't even give him a chair. Like, it's bullcrap. That is bullshit. Like, he's just sitting there yeah. in that golden throne room with no throne. Poor Amdell. <laughs> Poor Amdell. That's why he's so jacked up. He's quads. Right. Right. My thoughts uh-huh. exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't. I think he just has a long hair because he's just gone rogue. He's like, you know what? Like, I'm just... Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So that's Amdell. He's a beast. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, dude, we got to talk about Jeff Goldblum. When he was announced to be in the cast, I'm just like, this movie's already going to be a hit. Dude, he is a stud. I mean, he's literally the definition of the first person to play yourself and get paid for it. Yes. I mean, he's a beast. Have you seen... um, so he was on Graham, the Graham Norton show, which is like the Ellen of the UK talk show, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was wearing a black suit with a black sparkly glitter turtleneck underneath. And it's he looks stylish. straight up fabulous. <laughs> of course he does. He was amazing. That's He's incredible. a silver fox. And isn't he going to be in the new uh, Jurassic World, too? He is. He's going to be in there, too. what a stud. He's just slaying it. Yeah, so his character in the movie is called, I apologize, Marvel, if I mispronounce this, but King Devotee. Wait, um, say that again? King Devotee? King Devotee. Devotee? Okay. Devotee, maybe? Devotee. Um, but it appears that he's kind of like the ruler on Planet Hulk, where Hulk is, I, I'm assuming it's Planet Hulk, that's just my guess. Right, right. Where they right. had the gladiator match. So he's like an entertainer. He's almost like the... I don't know, he's like the Julius Caesar of Planet Hulk. Yes. Which sounds right up his alley. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, it'll be interesting to see him basically playing himself in that dynamic. And I mean, and His like, makeup looks awesome, too. Right, he looks incredible. Right. I, I don't think he has anything to do with Ragnarok. He's just comic, like, brilliance. Right. But I'm all for him being in this film. 
100% agree. And they have, they said that it's, um, well, it's, as we all know, it's the highest rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And they um, said it's, in addition to that, it's the funniest. Yeah. So I love that part of it. I'm like really looking forward to all those different singers. That'll be really good. Well, I mean, it's it's funny you say it too, because I read, because I like to read comments of like reviews of the movie or thoughts of like previews of the movie. Yeah. And one of them was like, you know, Ragnarok's a pretty dark story. Like, I don't like how it appears to be a light-hearted type of film. And I, it's like I want to say to the dude, like, all these Marvel movies have been more light-hearted. That's what Marvel is. And to me, it's like, it feels, of course they're going to be stay true to the comics somewhat. Yes. Plus, in my opinion, the darkest Marvel movie they made was Winter Soldier, which is incredible. But it still has some Definitely. comic relief in it. But it's like, Chris Hemsworth is funny. And, like, of course, we're like hardcore Thor fans. We love the first two movies. But they weren't well received with most of the public. So it's like, of course, they're going to change it up a little bit. And it's like, if you make it a fun kind of popcorn flick with a, with a really good story, it's like, and obviously you got a great review, like, why the hell not? You know? I think that's a great point because I don't think that Marvel was anticipating how funny Chris Hemsworth was going to be as Thor. Yeah. Like, he is hilarious. And not only that, that's why we love him. Yeah. That's why we think the movie's... Like, the best part of the first two Thor movies are his comic relief. It's hysterical. Like, he's so funny. So, the fact that they play into that and it works, clearly from what the critics have said, it has worked. I'm all for it. Change it up. Like, with Captain America, you know, he's so um, cookie cutter. And his movies, like you said, are arguably the darkest of all the Marvel of the MCU. Certainly his last two, yeah. Especially his last two. And they're, you know, probably some of the best movies in the MCU. So they're just playing into what works, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. (laughs) So one thing we kind of dabbled in a little bit um, is Hulk. I mean, what kind of role do you think that he's going to play, you know, with this plot? Well, I think we all know that the reason he's been able to travel to wherever they are, which we're assuming is Planet Hulk, is because of the, like, ultraviolet gamma stuff. So that's why he's been able to travel. But he's not really tan, so I don't get why he has all this gamma exposure and there's no spring break color. There's no spring break color. Come on, Mark Ruffalo. Come on, Mark Ruffalo. Where's Edward Norton when you... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No. That was... I don't know what I said that. Eric Bana, maybe, but... Eric Bana. Dude, say what you love about the Eric Bana Hulk movie. He was bay as hell on that. He looks like Bruce Banner. He does look like but Bruce that's Banner. The be- that was the best part about the movie. He's sexual. I mean, Mark Ruffalo's sexual too, but in a different way. <laughs> also, I'm on a podcast with my brother, so we're totally going to stop talking about that. Um, I'm getting uncomfortable. What was I saying? Now I'm thinking about Eric Bana's So, Mark pecs. Ruffalo, Hulk, what's, oh, what's his what's character going So, obviously, we briefly talked about this in our Hulk podcast. I think that... Because he is a scientist, of course. Bruce Banner is a scientist. I think they will discover something wherever they are, whether it's Asgard or Planet Hulk or Jeff Goldblum's planet, blah, 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 blah. Um, They will discover something necessary in order to to defeat Thanos. Like, I think this is going to be a great flick. It'll be awesome because the Thor Ragnarok story is amazing. But ultimately, the bulk of the story is going to provide a lot of what we need for Infinity War. I like your theory because it sounds like you're thinking or you're saying that 
with this, like, Hera is just not the big picture. Like, she's just a exactly. pawn. And that it's going to, like, they're going to find a way to kind of, like, okay, this is what we need to do to defeat Thanos. Right. I like that. I can definitely see that playing out. And I think she will, do you think she's, like, a fan of Thanos? Or she doesn't care about Thanos? I think she does a little bit because she, I mean, if she's, like, wants to cause Ragnarok, the end of Asgard, and all of the universe, I mean, obviously, her and Thanos probably have a lot to talk about. So, um, I definitely think she's going to be defeated in this movie. In some way, but I, I think it'd be cool to see because, like, we assume that the next movie is going to be Infinity War. Yes. So, I guess on that point, what do you think, like, the end credit scenes going to be? Oh, good one. Um, it has to be something about Infinity War because we, other than the San Diego Comic Con panel, fans have seen, and unless you were in that San Diego Comic Con panel, we haven't seen straight up shit. About Avengers Infinity War. Which is, it was, I think it's awesome. At this point. I think it's right. amazing. Like yeah. how we've said, um, with, I mean, X Men Apocalypse was a horrible movie, anyways. Not horrible, but one of the worst. It was horrible. It was horrible. I, we, remember how pissed we were when they revealed Wolverine in the trailer? Which is like one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, like so why bad. would you even do that? So, so I love that they're not telling us anything. Like they're taking a page out of Star Wars book, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know. My question to you is like, have we seen? I think there's six Infinity Stones. Have we seen all six yet? That's what I was going to ask you. That so, okay. We obviously have um, the Ether. We have Guardians of the Galaxy. We have the first Avengers one. We have. Um, uh, oh, and then the Vision. Vision. That was in the. Um, and then we have. Uh, 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 there is a fifth one. I can't remember which one. They Hold on, I'm going to Google this. But my, I'm thinking is maybe if we don't see an Infinity Stone in this movie, I think in the, in the after credit scene there's going to be maybe the six Infinity Stone or a hint of it. I think, oh, I bet you the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in the, the credit after credit scene. scene. Yes. That would be awesome. Yes. Um, oh, duh, Doctor Strange. That's a good one. Doc, well, Doctor there, Strange, there the is Green a rumor Man. that he's going to be, I believe, in this movie. Yes. So, Dude, which, you're so right. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, the Ether, Doctor Strange, Infinity, or Infinity Stone, um, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ultron's the Infinity Stone. Um, the Vision is, but yeah. And Vision, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean... And you got the Tesseract from the first or, I'm sorry, that's the fifth one, the Tesseract. Well, I guess Captain America was the first, the first So one. then the sixth one would, like you said, be revealed. It's either going to be in this movie or going to be revealed in the after credit scene because Thanos is trying to get all six, I, I'm guessing, in Infinity War to yes. dominate. So. so do you think that in Infinity War, Thanos will already have all of the stones? Or the first part will be him getting the sixth one? I bet you the first part will be him getting it. Yeah. Like seeing how he requires it. So, well, um, I'm so excited. Yeah, how much time? We're, ooh, we got like 20 minutes still showing. Okay. I can talk oh about God. this all day. This is amazing. This was amazing. Oh, my God. What? I cannot believe we brought this up. Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Oh, legend. He slays it. Legend. So, do you think he sticks around? I'm guessing he might be the character that dies in this movie. See, I, th- I think I agree with you. Someone's going to have to die in this movie because it is Ragnarok. 
and if he does die, I think um, he will die bestowing some sort of wisdom that we need in order to defeat Thanos and or Hera. I agree with you. I think he's going to have an immense role. I hope he talks a lot because his voice is just iconic. His voice is amazing. <laughs> that was not a good one. I was trying. I don't know what I'm doing. You are not worthy. You are not worthy. <gasps> Look at this. Oh my God. We have people bringing us beer. We this are is so incredible. spoiled. Oh, just so Pat. Spoiled. It's okay. I don't need one. <laughs> I only gave birth like 12 weeks ago. Seriously, bro. I Thank feel like you. I'm in Valhalla. You're incredible. I love it. Um. All right. We got to wrap shiz up. Yeah. We, we have a little uh, pre-party with a lot of the cast. Before yeah. Chris Hemsworth is right. Chris. Chris, just wait a minute, okay? Yeah. Chris, just wait. Seriously. I mean, the man just... So ridiculous. Um, no, he's not here. Uh, okay, so anything else we need to talk about before we wrap up, brah? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of the main, you know, yep. talking points. And yep. Really excited for the movie. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, it's out tonight. I mean, if you can get a ticket. I can't freaking wait. I'm so excited. If not, certain to see it this weekend. It's going to be rad as hell, y'all. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you... Why are you laughing at me? Everyone's laughing at us. Um, okay, so make sure you check out purefandom.com for news on all your favorite Marvel stuff. We have a Marvel expert named Claire. She's the shit. And she posts all our Marvel content. We also have our Marvel podcast. Our next Marvel podcast is going to be on... I'm so, I mean, Avengers. Or? Avengers, probably. Yeah. Um, but you can check out all our previous podcasts on SoundCloud or purefandom.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at pure underscore fandom. Same handle for Instagram. And that's it. It's amazing that you can, like, remember all that. It's Dude, incredible. it's just a thing. You're just made for radio, you know. Takes one. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time. Capes out. <laughs>